Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Ah, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited for this week's show. We are action-packed. We have so much to offer this week. We are having our special guest on today. Okay, we're going to dig into her past a little bit. She has been a model of the keeping it real lifestyle that I talk about. She's the 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 mother, as it were, of the seven day challenges. She owns that thing. Okay, she's been running consistently, and I'm excited. Okay, I have a question to answer. Someone uh, asked a question about what book I would recommend when taking on the run walk run. We are on Apple now on Apple Podcasts, so. Like I'm through the roof. I'm through. I'm like over the moon, over the sun. I'm so excited that we are able to be on Apple podcast right now. And uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast and I hope you go on there and leave a rating and uh, subscribe. So for those that do not know who I am, my name is Tadrice Parker. I'm a health coach. I've been helping people lose weight since 2013. And one of the main ways in which I help them is through our walk run program, training individuals to run a 5k, helping them get healthy one step at a time. So it started off as that, but it evolved to so much more where now members are training for half marathons. We have an online community and we have someone in Minnesota who's training for her first marathon. She's going to do Chicago marathon. She's going to do amazing. Okay. And when I first started this Couch to 5K program is what we used to call it back then. I was working at a nutrition club and we were doing weight loss challenges and we were selling nutritional products to help people lose weight. And in 2018, I discovered just by eating real food, you do not need to buy nutritional products. Eating real food that doesn't have labels on it, and if it has a label on it, make sure that you can pronounce the ingredients. I was inspired by Whole30, to be honest with you, and I tried it for 30 days and my my world just totally changed. And so on our website, runtothebestyou.com, I actually wrote a nutrition guide inspired by that, but I incorporate other things. Like we incorporate our, our, our trainings in that nutritional guide. It tells more of my story of what I did in 2018 and how I started helping uh, members of our walk run community to be able to get these same results. And 
I went for a real long run. I was training for the Disney half marathon. And as I was training for the Disney half marathon in December, the race was in January. I went on a 15 mile run or however long it was that day. And I thought to myself, January is on its way. And people are always trying to lose weight for New Year's resolutions, right? So I said, what if I started a seven day keeping it real challenge? And, you know, to get the best results, you want 30 days. But just to introduce it to someone, maybe they're not ready for 30 days. So let's try it for seven days. And the results that's been coming in has been fantastic. I mean, listen, it could be anywhere. This person that we're going to have on today, she only lost two pounds in that first seven days. But you know what? She stretched it out to 30 days after that lost 12 pounds. Then we, uh, you know, during the course of this year, she doesn't do seven day challenges all the time, but she was taught how to eat and how to uh, intermittent fast along with it. And so now this person has, they're like, they may surprise me and may have gotten on the scale today before we uh, did this podcast. But I know this week when she turned in her her weight, she is two pounds away from hitting 60 pounds down. Okay, and since January, January 1st, 2019 until now that if she hits that 60 pound mark, that represents 50 pounds in this year. And we're going to have her on the podcast today and she's going to tell us what her schedule is, what her regimen is and how she lost this 50 pounds. Dude, uh, ladies, gentlemen, I'm excited. I can't say that enough. Right. And so we're going to I know that's why I wanted to have her on the podcast. I know that she does intermittent fasting religiously and she's a model of that as well. So let's get into the week that was before we bring her on today. Okay, Uh, the week that was was amazing. So last week's podcast, we (laughs) We started last week's podcast. Our podcast comes out every Monday. So I did a lot of recording on Sunday and then posted it and had it ready for Monday. But it's actually this week. I'm recording this podcast on Friday. So the week that was actually kind of lends into last week's podcast, right? So do, do Nothing Foolish was last week's podcast. How I was able to recover from a very painful knee issue I was able to recover in one week. I I did a lot to get to that half marathon. I got there, though, and I did nothing foolish. I had the appropriate the appropriate um, amount of sessions. I did some physical therapy. I was in a uh, in an oxygen chamber. I mean, I did things that I never did before and it worked. And the doctor told me that it was just a little it was inflammation and you should be okay to run. So I got the clearance. So I was good. I didn't go out there and run and just ignore the knee pain. Okay. So that was in last week's podcast, but that's actually started this week. So Sunday, right? Sunday starts the week. Uh, we had so many members that came out to the ocean city half marathon. Uh, many of them did the 5k others did the 10 miler and every one of them basically got their personal best that day you know we had so much positive energy and 
even from members that were not running in the event, they came, took pictures with us. They came and uh, uh, Jamie actually bought her professional camera. I didn't even know she had a professional camera. She took some amazing pictures. They are on our Facebook. And speaking of Facebook, uh, please feel free to uh, friend me. Please like our page. Our page is Keep Calm and Run to the Best You. I do live videos on there. You can see me face to face. And we also... You know, we have some pictures and everything like that from our different events. Our website is run to the best you.com. Okay. And you can email questions to coach to at gmail.com. Okay. So the week that was started off like that, a lot of positive, a lot of energy. Okay. And then Tuesday st- started the seven day keeping it real challenge. And I want to blitz through that real quick just to let you know what that's all about for seven days. You avoid problematic foods that gives people the most problems. You don't know which one of these foods may be, may be in particular your issue. Maybe you don't have an issue with dairy. But if you eliminate it for 30 days and then you start to reintroduce it back into your, your diet and you start feeling that you're getting bloated again, okay, well, dairy, you have an issue with that, right? You have a sensitivity to it. And so... I started the seven day challenge to introduce people to the philosophy, to the concept, and then they can choose after seven days if they want to extend it. And I'm going to tell you right now, one person revealed to me yesterday, they were not supposed to get on the scale already. She's already lost four pounds. Results may vary. I'm just saying. So the whole concept is avoiding processed foods, trying not to eat out that particular week because you don't know what kind of seasoning and and things that they put into the food. You're trying to avoid sugar, grains, legumes, dairy, soy, and alcohol for seven days. You could do it. Seven days can change your life, right? Go on our website. There's a, a specific page dedicated to the keeping it real challenge take us up on it sometimes we have prizes two times a month other times just take us up on a challenge just because you want to see what it feels like and coach right here i have your back i got you okay we had three new members join the challenge i did a facebook live video on monday and everyone uh there was like new people on it and they were like i could tell that you know, you have a lot of energy and a lot of love for your people that you work with. And that I do hands down. I love every single person, love them where they are and love them for their strides towards getting to their goals. OK. That brings us to Thursday, right? Thursday was huge. We had our next level participant, Katie Ayers. Shout out to her for running 14 miles on a weekday. And why does she need special attention for that? Because she's, uh, (laughs) she came with us 13 months ago saying that she used to run, but she can't run anymore. She had breathing issues. We helped her with that, incorporating the run, walk, run, was able to help her run her first 5K in only seven weeks. But through consistent training through the fall, sticking with it through the wintertime, taking this up on our different challenges that we would do and changing her mindset. She is now training for her first half marathon. She will run that half marathon on October 20th of 2019. And when I speak about changing one's mindset, this is one person that started off doubting herself right up until that 14 mile run. We had a coaching call. I was able to help her to see that she is an inspiration to so many people and not to compare herself to anyone else. Running is so individualized, guys, that 
That's what makes it a wonderful sport. That's what makes it a wonderful exercise for you to do. Some people are running for endurance. Some people are running for speed. Some people are running for headspace, right? It doesn't matter which way you're deciding to run or walk or run walk. You got to remember that you're doing this for yourself. So don't doubt yourself. Find out why you run and go enjoy it. It may be challenging at times. It's supposed to be. But don't forget about those long, easy runs that can be a very uh, stress-releasing pleasure for you as well. So when we had our third, she did that first thing in the morning. So this girl is going to go on a mini vacation over the weekend. And she had the mindset that I'm not going to be able to do 14 miles on Sunday. So she got up 5 a.m., drove 20 minutes to the area in which she was going to run because that's where her job is. She had a shower there. See all the foresight that goes into this? These are the things. That's why you get those nice medals at the end of the half marathon marathons. That's why everyone gets a medal because people don't see how hard you have to be determined. The mindset that it takes for you to go out there. Who's getting up five o'clock in the morning? Not everybody. You know, in fact, two ladies saw her and said, what are you training for? She told them a half marathon. They said, congratulations. If every if it was easy, everyone would be out here doing it. More people will be out here doing it. So you are special. You are rare air for those that are training for any race. We could say the same thing about 5Ks. There may be more people at a 5K, but you know what? There's a lot of people that stay home, too. Okay, so and before you could do a half marathon or a marathon, guess what you need to do? You need to work your way up. So doing a 5K, you got to be proud of yourself, too. All right. And so we had three members, the, the all three individuals that took us up on the seven day challenge. They all came out to the local run club that week, this Thursday. It was amazing. I, I never saw that before yet. That was a, that was amazing for me to see. So I also asked Katie. If she would be so kind to provide us with a motivational quote that I can share with the group, because that's what I do. I share a motivational quote at the end. And she provided me this. And I thought that I was good, not only for the individuals that was at the group, but also for the podcast. Right. Here's what she said. She said, make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your ears. That was a motivational quote that she pulled up. And I like that. A lot of times we have these negative thoughts in our mind and it causes us to hold ourselves back. All right. We don't want to do that. We don't want to be our worst enemy. But then I said, you know, find me a motivational quote that you resonate with. And that's what she provided for us. And then I also said, you know, maybe give us something in your own words that I could share with the group. And this is what she says. She says, no matter how difficult things in life get, don't give up on yourself. You deserve it to yourself to be the best you. And I absolutely love that because we're called Keep Calm and Run to the best you. And you owe it to yourself. You do. You're worth it. And so at this time, guys, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a rating and a review. I would love to to read those. If you have any questions for the show, coachtadris at gmail.com for now. And... Uh, Right now, we're going to take a break, and when I come back, we're going to interview Jamie Burke, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, we got Jamie Burke on the podcast today. We're going to go get, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. 
All right, guys, welcome back to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. Tadrice Parker here. We're live at Starbucks getting our liquid encouragement, all right? Me and Jamie both, we have our cold brew, all right? We're going to talk about how cold brew helps us get through the day. As I teased a little bit earlier, this segment, she is a perfect example of what it means to take your exercise serious, take your nutrition serious, and using intermittent fasting as a tool, I couldn't think of a better person to have on a podcast to help you ladies out there, as well as guys that have thought about intermittent fasting, take it straight from the person's mouth. So without further ado, we're going to introduce Jamie Burke to the podcast. How are you, Jamie? Hi, I'm really good. Happy to be here. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to know, what I wanted the listeners to know is a little bit about you. So what, what is it that you do for a living? Um, I have my own cleaning business. It's called Jamie's Best Cleaning. I do houses and commercial properties. Very nice. And how long have you been doing that? Um, Ten years. Wow. On my own, yeah. So you must have started when you were like 18 or something. Well, my first job was cleaning. I worked at the Seaview Marriott. And then after that, I worked for a smaller company. And then after that, broke out on my own and got my own clients. You know what? You sound just like me, right? So you're an entrepreneur at heart. I detailed cars for like, I detailed cars for like a week. And I said, why are, why are they paying me $9 an hour when I can detail this car and, and get like $150 in like four hours? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. And you like the freedom that it gives you? Yeah, I can pretty much make my own schedule. I can take off when I need to for kids. Um, yeah, it's great. So speaking of children, how many do you have? I have two. And how old? Uh, they're six and eight. Six and eight. So that's not an easy task. You're juggling your own business. Yeah. Got to get the kids ready for school. Uh-huh. Pack lunches, all that stuff, right? Yep. Madness every morning. <laughs> right? And so what? Talk, take us back to yourself. Now, what, was, what got you into running, first off? Um... Well, I was an athlete as a kid. Uh, I played soccer and softball, so I would use running to train. Um, And then I kind of held on to that. As I got older and felt like I needed to get in shape or lose weight, I would always just go running. It's, It's funny that you said that. I got into running because I wanted to get in shape for basketball, and I had breathing problems, so my stamina wasn't good. So I would, I joined the cross country team, was terrible at it. Uh-huh. Did not make the basketball team. Uh-huh. But one thing that I did was lose weight. Yeah. I kept running. I was walking. I was biking. My, my foster parents at the time had a serious talk with me. They thought that I was on drugs because I was getting skinny in my face. Yeah. So it's funny how when we were younger, we remember certain things. And, and like, so as we, at, just like you, anytime I needed to lose a couple of pounds, I would go back to running. Yeah. But what was different in my later life was I was holding on to old traditional ways of thinking when it came to running. Oh, in cross country, we would just go run three miles. Let me go run three miles. Yeah, I would run probably three to four miles every single day. Mm. And it was a lot. Yeah. And I would get knee pain and I would just ignore it. Wow. And I would be exhausted and I would just keep pushing myself. So I didn't really know how to run smart. Oh, that's a good point. And we're going to talk about that. There's a question that we got from an emailer. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more on how you have been doing that. 
uh, running a lot smarter too. So every movie, uh, any movie that we sit down and watch, right? There's an ordinary person that becomes the hero. They get up to a certain point and then they have a setback that knocks them back down. And then they have to rise from the ashes, right? They have to come back up and become that hero again. What was that moment that kind of kind of took you out of things? Well, I signed up for uh, my first 5K in August 2017. It was the Trail of Two Cities. I was inspired by my sister Jen, who had done the Run to the Best You 5K a couple of months earlier. So I was overweight. I was probably, I was around 220. And I'm 5'2", so I was really overweight. Wanted to get back in shape. So I signed up for this 5K, started doing the trainings. And I had horrible shin splints. Just took me out. Like, I couldn't continue. Yeah. I had to take a break. Uh, and it, I had to stop running for a couple of weeks even before the race just so I could show up at the race and do it. So I, I did it. I, I think I did pretty well. Yes. Um, I think my time was like 39 minutes or something like that. And I was happy with that. Um, just, to, just to put it out there for, to you guys, we're training for the Trail of Two Cities right now, and it's over two massive bridges. It's one bridge. It's called the Ocean City Bridge, but there's a high portion on the Summers Point side and a high portion on the Ocean City side with a f- straightaway in, in between. So ab- absolutely, that's not an easy race to do. And that was your first one that at that. That was my first one. <laughs> so I took a break over the winter. I didn't run over the winter. Um, I signed back up for the race in June, the yeah. Run to the Best You. Did that one. I took a couple minutes off my time. That was great. And then I continued running with Cedric and a couple other people in the group um, over the summer. I was training for another 5K, and then the shin splints came back, and then I got um, plantar fasciitis really bad, too. Um, it was, like, massive heel pain and arch pain. So I had dropped probably about 15 pounds at that point, and I was really discouraged because I still had all this pain and I couldn't understand it. And I just gave up. I stopped running completely. We, we were supposed to do the Wildwood 5K on the beach. Yeah. And uh, you called out. You, yep. you said, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. And uh, my heart hurt, but I understood, yeah. you know, that, you know, we can't we can't control at times. We can't control um the pain and different things like that there's some there's some steps that we can take leading up to it but we didn't know that at the time you know what i mean um so i never want someone to do anything foolish that's what last week's podcast was about dnf if you you got to know your body as a coach or you know some people go to crossfit trainings and different things like that and sometimes young um nothing against anyone but sometimes young trainers don't understand that your encouragement and motivation can be pushing someone to injury (laughs) so there's a fine balance there you know what i mean so i'm not going to say come on jamie you can do this come on you got this you know what i mean she understood what her body was telling her so she bowed out on that 5k which is understandable take take us through continue on so i guess that was july when i stopped running and then i didn't sign back up until the next year which this is 2019 this is 2019 january and well yeah let me let me let me take a little pause a little break right there because so she took this time off and i haven't heard from her in a couple of months right like probably what from that race was in august or late july Uh i didn't hear from 
Jamie until January, and I may have teased this in the beginning, it's when I was going on a long distance run in December training for the Disney Half Marathon that I thought to myself, what can I do for January 1st? What if I did a seven day keeping it real challenge? And you were the first one to reach out to me. That's when I. That's when we started uh, having conversations again. Yeah. And so, what was it about that post or anything like that that kind of got you thinking this is what I want to do? Well, I've been trying to lose weight for almost two years at this point. It was like a year and a half, and I, uh, I haven't changed my diet at this point. I'm only working out at the gym, um, and I've only lost about 15 pounds. And I had, you know, a huge goal. I wanted to lose at least 50. And I knew I had to make a change with my diet. That was like the missing piece of the puzzle. I have to change how I eat. And so I see this post and it's about eliminating certain food groups. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. And so I signed up. Seven days, I can do it. You were the first one to do it. I think in the beginning I called you the mother of the seven day challenge, (laughs) right? Because you were the first one to reach out, right? And um, take me back to, I remember when you first started coming and we were giving out, you know, I don't say the name of the company, but we were giving out uh, shakes after after the runs, right? And that's the business that I was in along with the running program, right? It was like, you know, they went hand in hand at the time, right? We don't do that obviously anymore, but what were you following back then? Was it keto? No, I really wasn't following anything. Um, I knew enough about nutrition that I needed to eat um, a healthy variety of fruits, vegetables, protein, um, but I was still eating junk. Right, right, right. So so you never were was interested, like you know you wanted to lose weight, but you weren't interested in buying quote-unquote nutritional products and supplements, yeah. right? You knew, you know, good enough that that wasn't the way to go. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes we get into, we get into something and we believe in it so passionately like I did. Um, but 2018 was such a wake-up call for me when I really learned how your, your, your labels on your food should be things that has minimum ingredients. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pistachios and sea salt. Uh, yeah. Almond milk with, like, really nothing in it, right? Because when they start adding all these food colorings and dyes and sweeteners, and those things are not good for our bodies, right? If you can't pronounce it, it shouldn't go in your, in your body. Yeah. You know, apple, right? Yeah. Two, two syllables, there's no label on it, right? Banana, broccoli, uh-huh. steak, you know? Yeah, so I think I was the only one that turned down the protein shakes. I never took one. <laughs> So, so that's awesome. We, we've come a long way. And so you took us up on the seven-day elimination process. But you also are a great example when it comes to intermittent fasting. Yeah. What has that done for you? It's completely simplified my life. Um, I have more energy. I feel like I have more time. I'm not constantly cooking meals because I'm only eating two meals a day. Mm. Um, yeah. So speaking of which, like we can't under we can't understate that enough. It saves you time. Yeah. Right. It saves us money. Mm-hmm. You know, on average, you can save almost six hundred dollars a month by incorporating intermittent fasting. Yeah. Before I would be at Wawa twice a day, getting breakfast and lunch, just yeah. to get through my work day. Yeah. And, and I don't do that anymore. And so, so are you missing out? 
Are you missing out by not eating? No. So you have more energy? Mm-hmm. And why do you have more energy? Um, I don't know. Well, it's because your brain isn't, the blood from your brain isn't rushing down to your belly yeah. to digest and break down food. Yeah, and I think I'm not having those spikes in sugar, yes. blood sugars, and the, the crash. Yes. Because I was just feeding myself sugar yeah. all day long. The, the old notion of you have to eat breakfast, it's the most healthiest meal of the day to get your day started. Um, who wants you to do that? That's, that's the breakfast industry that wants us to go buy their food, right? right? It's the, the meal replacement companies that, hey, have the shake for breakfast. You, know, you don't have to do that. You know, did you know that if you wake up and work out on a fasted stomach, they say that you can't target your belly fat, but if your brain isn't trying to, um, the blood from your brain isn't rushing to your belly to digest the food that you just ate, if it's not doing that and you woke up and you went for your run or your workout, boom, guess what? You're targeting your belly fat. And when you are not filling your body with tons of sugar and glucose, your, your body's not running off of glucose. Your body is running off the fats, the healthy fats that you've eaten. Even if, it, guys, don't think that the meat on your steak, the fat that's on the meat on your steak is bad for you, okay? Eat that. Eat that whole steak. Get a ribeye. Has some, that, that, that fat is what you want, right? Especially when intermittent fasting is going to give you the energy. Your body's going to start. Intermittent fasting is like a backdoor to keto. You still have your potatoes and everything like that, but being that you're not spiking your blood sugars all day long, and you're, and you're not eating a bunch of sugar because you're eliminating um, this stuff for seven days, 30 days, whatever it is, okay, you are going to get amazing results, just like Jamie here. Now, how much weight are you down overall? Overall, I'm down, uh, how much was it? Like 50, 58, 58 pounds. 58 pounds, yeah. And I was just, I was just testing you. I, I said in the beginning, she may have weighed herself before she got here just to tell me that she's now no, 60. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that we try to do, too, and Jamie is um, she could tell you how she feels is we try to throw the scale away for 30 days, too. Like if you decide to take us up on a seven day challenge, don't weigh yourself, you know, for those seven days. And then if you decide to extend it for 30 days, leave the scale alone for the rest of the three weeks. Just just focus on how you're feeling. And Jamie is one where if she weighed herself every week. What happens to your psyche? I get real discouraged. There was a point in the summer where I was weighing myself every week, and I kept going up and down the same two pounds. So I kind of threw away the scale for over a month. Yeah. And then when I got back on, I was like right where I was before, but that was okay because I kind of let myself just um, not be so strict, enjoy the summer. And then once I weighed myself again, I was more focused, and I've been losing weight. It's, it's, funny, how, it's funny how that... It's, it's really freeing. Mm-hmm. Intermittent fasting helps you not to concentrate on how much you're eating all day long. I was going to get into the notion of you have to eat breakfast, but they also say eat, eat snacks all throughout the day. You know, eat four or five smaller meals. That keeps your metabolism going, everything like that. I didn't like that yeah. at all. It, I felt constantly hungry eating mm-hmm. smaller meals. Yeah, and then especially the meals that you're having, if, it, if it's grains, they're addictive and it causes you to be hungry more, right? Yeah. And so... We're not counting calories with this. No. I mean, so this is super, super simple, and you're a great example at this. Uh, What we're going to do is we're going to take a a, a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to answer some questions. I I think you dropped a lot of knowledge that people can take away from this. 
and uh, a lot of inspiration. And we're going to ask you more in detail about your running next, right? Okay. We have a question from an emailer, and then we're going to ask your opinion on it as well. All right, we'll be right back. Hey guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about Thrive Market. It's an online service that will deliver straight to your door nutrition based on your dietary needs. So if you are keto, they have keto type snacks. If you like Whole30, they have Whole30 approved salad dressings and ketchups and things of that nature. Being that I try to keep my nutrition real, if I go to the supermarket and look for a salad dressing, it's going to have all sorts of ingredients that I can't pronounce as well as sugar, high fructose corn syrup, soy as the main ingredients. You can avoid that by making a salad dressing yourself. However, that can get a little boring. But Primal Kitchen, which is one of Thrive Market's foods, they have some of the most amazing, delicious salad dressings made with organic avocado oils and nice natural herbs and spices into these salad dressings. You can get Thousand Island salad dressing. What I love is the ketchup. The ketchup is so delicious. I actually take it out to restaurants with me because it doesn't have all that stuff that I mentioned, like the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So if you're ready to take your health to the next level and you want good, wholesome snacks and dressings for your foods, order from Thrive. In the description, I will leave a link to Thrive and you'll get $25 off your first purchase. Okay, we're back and we're going to answer one of our email questions. This question comes from Dinah. And um, guys, when you send your email questions, please leave where you're from. I definitely would appreciate that. So Dinah asks, she says, hi, I'm 49 years old and have been running 2.5 years. Did I have to say 2.5 years or should I have said two and a half years? I would have said two and a half years. <laughs> so she's been running for two and a half years. She says, I did a half marathon in two hours and five minutes and during my training needed to take breaks with IT band issues. I am now wanting to do a marathon in March. I am loving your podcast. Which Galloway book do you recommend I buy? Thank you for any information you provide. So we really appreciate all of, all of our listeners. And this is the first email question that I got. I know I go over questions. Some of those questions that I get, Jamie, is from Facebook. Some people that I already know that may ask me questions, but uh, this is my first official one. Nice. And so, again, I'm, I'm excited to be on Apple iTunes because I believe that this person may have found us through Apple iTunes. The answer to your question, Dinah, is the book that I started off with in 2018 by Jeff Galloway called The Run, Walk, Run Method. And the excerpt, like right on the front page, uh, front matter of the book, it says, faster times in races, beginners control their fatigue, finish a half marathon in just a few months, and no more exhaustion or limping after long runs. That's on the cover of the book. So that intrigued me right there. But I was there live when Jeff Galloway was going over this. I had plenty of questions. I purchased the book and he signed the book for me. I can't find the book, Jamie, because oh, no. when we moved, I can't find it. I'm, I'm so I'm so hurt. He signed my book. It's got to be somewhere. And um, I've been teaching this method to our members. I've been doing it since 2015. 
a lot of the members, when we do our 5K races, I take off. I got my own segments that I do. Uh, back then, I was two minutes on with a 30-second walk break. And since I'm training beginners, they never saw that I was taking these walk breaks, right? And I kind of surprised them when I told them, hey, this is what I've been doing for the last two years. I started to, started to implement it and show them seriously in 2018. And uh, Jamie, how has this how has this changed your running world? Well, I definitely experienced less pain, um, less fatigue. And it seems like any race that I do, it goes a lot smoother. I'm not as exhausted. And I've taken minutes off my time. Yeah, a lot of minutes. A lot. <laughs> you know, we, we take a test to see where uh, we place with our one mile. We take a one mile test to see where we place on the run, walk, run chart. And you have taken like three, four minutes off of your mile test. I know. It's insane. <laughs> Last night we did the mile test. I got 842. That's crazy. I know. And you start off at like 11 minutes and some yeah. change, right? Um, Jane, your, your sister Jen said over the summer when we were doing speed work that she saw you going so fast that she had flashbacks of when you were a kid playing soccer. Yep. And you like the faster runs, right? Yeah, I like sprinting. I don't know why, I guess because when I played soccer, we basically were just sprinting up and down the field for an hour. And, and the crazy thing is, is like you didn't run track. No, but, I never did. But you, you were very fast. You, you got some speed to you for sure. Um, I, I enjoyed your, we don't compare ourselves to other people, but I enjoyed your reaction as we did our one mile test yesterday. Yeah. I came across, I turned around, you were kind of right behind me, and then you turned around, and he was like, where is everybody? No, I couldn't see anybody. <laughs> I had um, Lisa with me for a little bit in the beginning, so I thought she would be, like, close behind me, but there was nobody. You entered a speed force? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I, was, I was blown away. And so we're going to get that. You're going to get that sub 30-minute 5K, you bet. Yeah, I think it's going to be soon. But we have an announcement, too. Uh, we didn't talk about this yet. You're training for what right now? A half marathon. And you decided in August you were going to go to Portland. Uh, you were getting runs in at that time. How did you think you were going to get this by me? I, I think you, the, you thought that you were going to surprise me on race day? Yeah, I didn't want to admit that I was doing it because I didn't really want to do it. But I kind of took, uh, you know, I got peer pressured into it. <laughs> From some of our other members, Meredith, talking yeah. about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has a she has a way of pushing people over the edge. Yeah, but and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to handle it, so I didn't want to say I was doing it and then go and run eight miles and hate it and then quit. Yeah. So, um, but I stuck with the trainings. Meredith made me a copy of her schedule, what, what I needed to do. So it, on the schedule was an eight mile run, and I was going to be in Portland at the time, and I had to run by myself. But I did really well because mm. I was doing that run, walk, run. It was no problem. And I think my last three miles were my fastest. They were. You, yeah. s you sent me a, a picture of that. Um, speaking of Meredith, who comes out to trainings running with her six-year-old in a stroller. Yeah, she's a beast. And at times she's running up the bridge with the, the baby in the stroller. Okay. How has that fired you up? It's, it's incredible. Her drive is crazy. And she, she doesn't make any excuses. She just gets, goes out there, does it, and with ease. She's amazing. And I saw that you end up getting a running stroller, and you're pushing your daughter, too. She actually got it for me. <laughs> I think she just wanted to, to torture me. 
<laughs> but um, no, it's great because our daughters are friends. They were in uh, kindergarten together. So whenever we run together and I need to bring the kid, you know, we both have strollers and we get it done. And so how can that inspire mothers out there with, you know, some, some, some mothers may out, be out there right now listening to this, thinking, you know, I would love to do what they do, but, you know, I got this three-year-old, you know what I mean? Like, how, when am I going to find the time? Yeah, no, it's definitely possible. I mean, it's, it's not ideal to have to bring your children when you run, but you can absolutely do it and get an even better workout in. Um, you know, find a, a used running stroller. You know, you might even find one for 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. And you'll be able to do it. I was running the, the Ocean City Half Marathon over the weekend, and there was a mother towards the end. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to make any excuses, guys. I was tired. I didn't train in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my knee was bothering me. No, on race day, my knee wasn't bothering me. But towards the end, there was a mom pushing that stroller mm-hmm. with, t- with two kids in there. Incredible. One of the kids kicked over the cone. She had to stop, pick up the cone, and said, "Put your leg in, boy." You oh know, it had to be God. a boy that would do that, right? Yeah, probably. And so, I felt like, listen, you know, I didn't want to be super weirdo, but I was like, listen, I'll take the stroller so that you can finish strong because I am so proud of you. I mean, yeah. she, that race had a massive bridge in it as well. The Longport yeah. Bridge is high. It is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she had to run up and over that, and uh-huh. then back up and over it. Um, it's, it's, it's inspiring. Shout, shout out to you mothers out there, right? I'm going to blitz, give you some blitz questions real quick, right? Okay. So besides running, what what is your other exercise routine? Um, I work out at a gym. I go to Lift and Glitz Training Studio in Northfield. Um, it's like small group training. So I do strength classes there mostly now since I'm doing running and I get my cardio in that way. Rachel, right? Yeah. Shout out to Rachel. Yep. I love her gym. All the trainers are super passionate about what they do, and they're really supportive. Um, Other than that, I got a pull-up bar at home, so I'm really trying to be able to do some pull-ups on my own. Hey, no excuses. You know, if we say, hey, let's do a pull-up or let's do a push-up, and you say, "Uh, I'm not strong enough, then guess what? Get stronger. That's what Jamie's doing. She's getting stronger, right? All right, so... What is your intermittent fasting schedule? What window do you prefer? Um, I usually do a 16-8. That's kind of like my middle zone. Sometimes I fast longer, sometimes shorter because I have a physical job. If I start work early, I'm usually eating earlier in the morning because I just, I need to. Okay. So I'm not super strict about it. In the beginning, I was. Okay. All right. Very nice. And who in the group inspires you? Everybody does. Everybody. Good answer. And who have been in your family, who has you, I I don't even know how to word this, but uh, who have been inspired the most, do you think, from your results? Um, Probably my sister. She inspired me to join the group, but I think I've inspired her to really take it seriously, and she's been doing incredible the past month. Listen, can... If you can recall yesterday, have you ever seen her move that fast? No. It was amazing. All right, so so we call we call Jamie here the mother of the 7-day challenge, right? Because she was the one that started this first, so helped us get this started. But when we talk about who inspires who, right? Meredith joined the group just from seeing you drop your child off at school. Oh yeah. Seeing you shrink 
right? And have this glow about yourself because you started to take your your food choices seriously and it, it helped you with your overall attitude, your overall presence in life, right? And she that motivated her to come to the group. But Meredith, she brought Holly to the group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like... You, we never know who's watching our results and how many people we can affect that way. Yeah. And it's kind of spidering out, right? Yeah. And so Holly last night, guess who she sounded like? She sounded like Meredith. Yeah. Come on, you can do it. I know. Come she on, was, girl. She was great. And, and, Jen, and Jen was fucking. She, she really pushed Jen, but <laughs> she was happy about it. She said, I felt really good after the run. I didn't feel exhausted. Yeah. And she was really moving. You know, while I was hurt, while I was hurt, I couldn't run. So what I was doing was I was working on my walking speed and that gave me an opportunity to work with Jen, too. And I I said, come on, Jen, for 30 seconds, we're going to walk faster right now, you know, and I was encouraging her to jog for those 30 seconds and then walk for 30 seconds. And I was power walking and stuff like that. And that it's just, you know, I can't stress enough the importance of putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. You know, like you talked about, you was working out like a beast. Yeah. But you you wasn't budging on the scale. No. Nope. It wasn't until you started putting the, the food choices together, the intermittent fasting, and the running, right? Yeah. And so now with Jen, she's starting to put all the pieces together and it's showing in her practices. Yeah, she's lost 10 pounds. She's taken 10 minutes off of her 5K time. It's incredible. So what has you excited right now, okay? What has me excited right now? Um, definitely the half marathon. I'm getting ready to do a long run this weekend. 14 miles? I don't know. We might be doing 12. <laughs> no. You, you got to do 14. Yo, if Katie can do 14, I know you can do 14. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But we want to, um, I, I also skipped one question. Okay. Is there anything that you are doing right now after losing the weight that you couldn't do before? Uh, run without pain. Mm. That's um, a good one. You know, as soon as I changed my diet, eliminated all the processed bad foods, and did intermittent fasting, uh, the the pain I had in my heel, which I still had when I started that challenge in January, went away within two weeks, yeah. and it never came back. That's that's crazy. It um, went away in two weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. of the you know eating anti-inflammatory foods um, really helps. Yeah, sugar, grains. There's a book called Wheat Belly Total Health, which said that man prescribes so many medications for all the symptoms that come about. You, symptoms such as asthma. If I eat, if I go grain free for a while and then I start going back to snack grab bags, Doritos, chips and stuff like that, I start wheezing. Do I really have asthma or is it, is it a trigger from that food choice? Do you really have a chronic shoulder pain or is it because of the sugar and inflammation getting in there and causing that pain, right? Yeah. I can and, also get through my work day easier. Yeah. I'm sleeping better. Um, my boyfriend says I'm more even uh, emotionally. Yeah. I haven't yelled at him lately. He's yeah, really Brian. Happy about that. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Brian. You owe me, brother. <laughs> so, hey, listen. Um, you're fired up about this half marathon. Yeah. Jamie, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank She's you. down 58 pounds. 
She's excited about the Atlantic City Half Marathon. I'm excited for you. All of our listeners, we're rooting for you. No doubt about it. Thank you for being on the show. And before we let you go, what is that one last piece of advice that you can give to our listeners that is ready to start their journey? Um, I believe that your body was made to do incredible things. So just start somewhere. Start moving. Start making better food choices. You're capable. If I can do it, you can do it, no matter how busy you are. And if you feel like you need help, join the group. There's so many different people of all ages, all fitness levels, supporting each other, motivating each other. And it's amazing. And do they have to be local? What about our girl from Minnesota? I, I loved it. I love her. Um, <laughs> you do not have to be local. There's a huge support online. People post every day what they're eating, how they're working out, the struggles they're going through. There's somebody that you can relate to in this group, and they'll help you reach your goals. Well, once again, thank you so much, Jamie, for being on the podcast. Thank you for uh, you always share our podcast on Mondays. Uh, you have our lunchbox with our sticker on it. Yeah. You got like an exclusive sticker that nobody, not a lot of people have. And uh, we thank you so much for supporting the program, adding to the memories. We have a saying that create memories with us. And you have created so many memories with us so far. And we're still just beginning. Yeah. And so we thank you for that. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. I have been your host, Idris Parker. If you would like to be, become a supporter of our content, head over to patreon.com slash coach Please rate, rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a, leave a review. I would love to listen to it, and that will help us get found more. By you sharing our content on your favorite social media pages, you never know which one of your friends will be inspired by it. Have an amazing week, everybody. Yeah.